Good afternoon, Flames fans, and welcome to episode 34 of season two of Sports Talk with Rags. And today we have on the phone with us Liberty's athletic director, Ian McCall. Ian, how are you doing this afternoon? Doing great, Mark. Thanks for having me on. Oh, sure. You're welcome. And I know that I've uh, certainly enjoyed having uh, Coach Freeze and uh, Coach Richardson uh, on here to talk about uh, Liberty football and Liberty softball on previous episodes. Yeah, we're, we are blessed to have uh, those two coaches and, and uh, many others that just do a fantastic job of uh, leading our 20 uh, Division One programs, and uh, they're a big part of the, the reason why we're uh, enjoying some really prosperous times now at Liberty. Yes, and I know that I've also had on uh, Alan York there with uh, handling the uh, broadcasting uh, duties. Yeah, Alan does a great job of the voice of the Flames, and uh, um, he does a great job of uh, storytelling and communicating uh, really the, the exciting things going on with our, our athletic program to uh, the Flames Nation. Yes, and so, uh, so hey, so what... Uh, sparked your interest here to uh, getting involved with college athletics. I, I see that you first started with uh, working with the Hartford Whalers there in the NHL before you went to Tulane Northeastern and continuing on with college athletics. Yeah, you know, I, I grew up in Toronto, Canada, Mark, okay. and so they give you uh, hockey skates before they give you shoes up there, <laughs> right. so it's, uh, it's kind of the... the uh, the environment that you grew up in uh, really pushed me into the, the hockey world. And so uh, after I finished my graduate degree at the University of Massachusetts, um, I had a chance to work briefly in the National Hockey League and uh, had a great experience, enjoyed it, <clears throat> but really um, just had more of a passion for college athletics. And, uh, you know, the, the way we're able to in, invest in the lives of student-athletes between the ages of 18 and 22 and pour into them at a place like Liberty in particular where you can you see them grow athletically, academically, spiritually, and socially. Uh, I just found that to be really uh, rewarding, and uh, that's what I've uh, been pursuing now for uh, 36 years in college wow. athletics and the last 25 as, uh, as an athletic director. Yes, wow, that's, that's great. And I know before we started, I was uh, sharing that my brother um, went to play ball at at William and Mary and uh, you know, and with his boys going to uh, Liberty, two of them graduating already. And the third one getting ready to start his sophomore year. I mean, just the, uh, the growth there in not only the campus, but the, uh, but the athletic, uh, the athletic facilities here in the last 10, 15 years, they're on, uh, they're on 460. I mean, Liberty has just definitely uh, expanded and, uh, and grown here with uh, enrollment and facilities of, uh, for athletics. Yeah, no question, Mark. And, you know, we're a very young university. We're, uh, we're only 50 years old. And, uh, um, you know, particularly the, uh, the athletic growth, you're right, as you mentioned, most of it's come over the last 10 to 12 years with a lot of new facilities and Moving into uh, Division One and, and the Big South, uh, we're currently in the A Sun, and then beginning on July first, we'll move to Conference USA. So it's been a been really rapid growth for our uh, athletic program. We feel like um, we're the fastest rising program in the country, and we've did, we're 
making a lot of progress. And that makes it really exciting to, to work in that type of environment. Yes, and I know that uh, Williams Stadium, I mean, uh, at first it was 12,000, then 19,000. And, and here with the uh, expansion of uh, moving into FBS and now getting ready to move into CUSA July 1st, you know, football stadium has definitely um, taken on some renovation and now expanding here to 25,000. It is. Yeah, we, this was a great year to do that because um, we, we have uh, made a lot of improvements and uh, we have a great home schedule with Virginia right. Tech coming here and BYU coming here. So those uh, have the potential to be the two largest crowds we've ever had. But we have a lot of projects going on right now. We, uh, we're installing uh, a new field surface. Uh, we've added uh, 23 cabanas in, mm. uh, in the north end zone. Right. We've also... Um, uh, we're also renovating our, our seating area, adding uh, new chairback seatings on the on the west side and, and bench back on the on the east side. So, a lot of improvements uh, at the stadium uh, for the upcoming season. That's really the most anticipated um, year in the history of uh, Liberty football. Yes, and I know when uh, Liberty football or Liberty athletics did move to the A Sun, and you know the A Sun uh, didn't have a football. Uh, division, but with uh, Liberty football moving from FCS to FBS, I know that uh, the Flames they have gone to uh, three bowls and and won their bowls, but uh, it should definitely be uh, a lot of anticipation with moving on to Conference USA and a lot of the bowls that already have predetermined agreements here with a conference. Yes, we did take a, a unique path, really a somewhat uncharted path when we moved from FCS to FBS because we couldn't secure a, a conference invitation at that time. So uh, we, we need to go independent. Right. And uh, you know, that's challenging scheduling 12 games each year and not having a, a conference TV package and not having guaranteed bowl tie-ins. So it's been uh, um, uh, again, non-traditional path, but uh, we've done extremely well. Coach Freeze has done a fantastic job leading us to, to three straight bowl games, winning all three of those games. Um, he's had a, a record of 26-11 in those first three years, and we think we'll, uh, we'll have a good team again this year. So really, uh, really proud of what he and his staff have done, and it's been an exciting uh, uh, venture into FBS football, and we're looking forward to moving into a conference next year. Yes, and I know that the uh, last last couple of years, not only was the team exciting, but the uh, but the guy leading the uh, football team on the field there under center, uh, Malik Willis, was just uh, not only an exciting person to watch on the field, but also a great person off the field. And now, as he got drafted by the Titans. Yeah, we, we couldn't be more proud of Malik. And uh, Malik transferred here from Auburn, and uh, things didn't work out as well as he hoped there. And he had to sit out this before the transfer portal, and uh, he had to sit out a year and uh, play two seasons for us and just had uh, great success on the field. But uh, we're even more proud of uh, Malik, the person. I mean, great young Christian man, uh, always uh, did and said the right things, uh, just tremendous character and uh, just the type of uh, representative you want of your university and your athletic program. So uh, we're excited to see him have a chance to, to move on and play professional football. And uh, we, we enjoyed watching his first uh, exhibition game with the Titans 
uh, last week, and uh, we, we certainly uh, believe and, and anticipate he'll have a, a great career in the NFL. Yes, and, uh, you know, it's just uh, amazing how the, uh, how the Lord works. Uh, the first home game here with against uh, UAB, I know that that's a Hall of Fame day, and uh, my brother, Mike Ragsdale, uh, one of the guys that he grew up playing high school baseball with here in Chesapeake, uh, Dwayne Brandon, Dwayne's sister, uh, Jessica, is being recognized by uh, Liberty Athletics with her time at, uh, at Liberty as a softball player. Yeah, that, that's, that is, that's really exciting. And, uh, uh, you know, that's one of the things that's wonderful about uh, Hall of Fames is they uh, uh, gives us a chance to honor um, you know, former student-athletes who have uh, excelled here at Liberty and then gone on and been champions for Christ uh, after graduation. And uh, it's fun for them to get together with teammates, family, and really celebrate uh, just a great legacy. So uh, we're looking forward to uh, honoring our six inductees uh, on Hall of Fame weekend, uh, which is the Friday night before the, the UAB game. That's going to be a great football game as well, UAB. Uh, I believe they won uh, – either nine or ten games last year, BYU in a bowl game, so that's going to be a great matchup for our fans, and uh, we're, we're, we've already sold a record number of season tickets, so we look forward to that being a great great crowd, a great overall weekend. Wow, yes, uh, that's, uh, that's great, and you know, even with the third week, I mean, it's a it's a road game, but Winston-Salem is is not very far from, uh, from Lynchburg, so I would think that there could be uh, quite a few uh, Flames followers to uh, go down to Winston-Salem here uh, as uh, Wake Forest hosts Liberty. Yeah, it really is. We we're fortunate to have two close uh, uh, road games this year with one uh, one at Wake Forest and one at Old Dominion. Yes. So that, that's, uh, that's a treat for our fans to be uh, within short driving distance to uh, to be able to, uh, to take into uh we think will be really good football games. And uh, we tried to do that with our, our non-conference schedule. And uh, we have uh, future games with uh, uh, JMU as, as well as ODU and, um, and Wake Forest. So those are, uh, again, those are great matchups for, uh, for our fans to be able to, to travel to, uh, to see us play on the road. Yes, and I know uh, another thing that we talked about before we got started, I know that Old Dominion has gone to Liberty a uh, couple times here in recent years, but I know that uh, Liberty coming back to Norfolk, and I know that when uh, Liberty came back, uh, came to Old Dominion about eight or nine years ago, you know, is a is a tough game, but also a great crowd here with uh, you know uh, two schools being close to each other, and you know alums and fans of of both program. I, I expect they're on October 1st to be a great crowd here in Norfolk. Yeah. And there's a lot of respect between the two programs and, uh, I've got great respect for Wood and, and the job he's done at, at ODU, just, uh, a tremendous success they've had. So, um, yeah, we enjoy trying to create those, uh, those regional matchups. Um, a couple of the other ones we have coming up in future years, we play Marshall, okay. uh, coastal Carolina. So, uh, those are all, and obviously Virginia tech as well. So those are all really good, um, you know, regional rivalry type of games. And that seems to be the ones that the fans enjoy the most. So, uh, it's a tremendous way to engage our, uh, alumni base, our fan base and, 
uh, we're excited to, about all those games. Right. Yes, and I I saw that uh, last year. You know, had a couple of uh, home games here uh, later later on in the season last year, and I see that Virginia Tech and New Mexico State. You know, uh, close out the the home schedule here at the uh, here at the end of the year, and just hope that uh, fans fans stick around, students stick around here with uh, Thanksgiving right around the corner. Yeah, that's always uh, tricky. Right. <laughs> games, uh, right around Thanksgiving in terms of keeping the fans. So we've got a couple of ideas for uh, a student tailgate and some other things that we're going to try to do around the Virginia Tech game and uh, the New Mexico State game is a uh, fan appreciation uh, game and faculty staff appreciation. So uh, um, it does uh, cause the creative juices to, to have to flow from our marketing staff to make those uh, those uh, games um work well out from a, from a tenant standpoint, but uh, we're looking forward to it. And again, I know uh, ODU also has uh, Virginia Tech coming their way this, this year for, I believe it's the opener. So um, that's, again, it's great when the, the in-state schools play each other and, and uh, create that, uh, that extra interest in the games. Yeah, and I, and I see that also uh, Liberty Williams Stadium and even the, uh, even the baseball uh baseball field there with just recently the uh, Commonwealth game. So I know that uh, Liberty University Athletic Facility has even been out there for Virginia High School League playoffs or some uh, all-star tournaments at the high school level. Yeah, we really enjoy doing that. We have some great partnerships with uh, with the high schools, but also, uh, as you mentioned, the Commonwealth Games. That's a great opportunity for us to um, bring a lot of people to our campus and bring them to our community. It's great in terms of economic impact and also just uh, exposing uh, a lot of people to uh, to our campus. We we still feel in many ways we're, uh, we're a well-kept secret uh, here at Liberty. We, again, we're a young school and, and we don't have the, the brand recognition of some of the more established institutions that have been around 100, 150 years. So um, any opportunity we have to, uh, to invite people to, to come to see uh, uh, what our campus is about, and in particular, from our standpoint, uh, have a chance to be uh, uh, at our athletic venues. That uh, that helps us a great deal from a recruiting standpoint and, and building our brand. Yes, and I saw that uh, last year uh, the team went to Ole Miss, and and I see I see this year uh, go on the road to a SEC school, Arkansas. So uh, so definitely. You know, definitely with uh, being a football independent, you know, definitely uh, uh, scheduling um, tough road games here year in and year out. Gives uh, Coach Freeze a chance to get back to his roots uh, right. in the SEC. And, right. uh, and also, uh, again, great opportunity for our student-athletes. Uh, that, those are the games that uh, they get up for all of them, but those are the games that, that give them a little bit extra because they want to – uh, show that they can compete at that level against uh, an SEC team or an ACC team. And uh, we've been fortunate to be uh, very competitive in those games and uh, found a way to win a couple of them. Um, we had a win over uh, Baylor a few years ago and uh, went over uh, Virginia Tech a couple years ago as well. So uh, that that's exciting, and those are great growth opportunities for a, a young football program. Yes, and then once uh, football's over uh, here in uh, recent years, the uh, – the basketball program has moved into a new arena. It has 
uh, Coach McKay does a great job with that program. We've yeah. won the ASUN Championship three of the last four years, and uh, we're very fortunate to move into a, a beautiful arena, uh, Liberty Arena, $65 million facility, and uh, uh, we've had two seasons in there now, and just a tremendous venue, uh, great atmosphere for uh, both actually our men's and women's basketball program as well as our volleyball program. So uh, we're very blessed with facilities here. Uh, we know that, and we're just very thankful to the the leadership of the university that uh, has continued to invest in our program. That was Dr. Falwell's original vision. Um, when he found the university, he wanted very successful athletic programs that compete at the national level against top programs. And uh, we're starting to see that vision realized um, 50 years later. Yes. Yes. And then when we move into uh, spring, I mean, we already uh, talked a little bit about what uh, Coach Richardson has done uh, there with the softball program. And I know that uh, Coach Jackson there across the way there at the uh, baseball field has uh, definitely um, uh, done very well leading the uh, baseball program. Yeah, we've been fortunate. We've uh, we've made both those programs have been, uh, been regulars in terms of getting to postseason play and and also getting at large bids, which is not easy at a, at a mid-major when you're you're outside the power five. So that's a credit to, to those coaches and their staffs and uh, our student athletes in those programs. We've really uh, achieved a high level of excellence in both those sports. And really, that's one of the things that, that's been really gratifying. We've won 18 conference championships over the last two years and had the uh, – the best uh, winning percentage among Division One programs in Virginia over the, the last two years. So it's exciting to see, you know, it's not just uh, one or two programs doing well here at Liberty. It, it's been across the board. And, um, again, that's really what we're about is, is excellence and athletics, academics, spiritual development, and character formation. And uh, if we can help our student-athletes uh, thrive in all those areas, um, that's uh, then we're doing our job properly. Yes, yes, and uh, I haven't uh, been able to catch a game when I've when I've come to uh, campus. But uh, any any down the road for maybe the uh, hockey to go from a club to a uh, to a varsity sport? Yeah, you know we don't have any plans at this point, but we have great uh, club hockey programs right. here at Liberty. Our our women's teams won. Four straight national championships. Our men's teams uh, nationally ranked uh, each and every year, and um, they both have a great uh, following among our students. So, in addition to our 20 uh, NCAA Division One programs, we also have 44 club sports. Liberty is one of the most robust uh, club sport programs in the country, and uh, so uh, between the, the two programs, uh, the NCAA Division One and the club programs, that makes up about 10% of our. Uh, our student body here at Liberty. So uh, we've got a lot of uh, student athletes that uh, we really enjoy working with and uh, are great representatives of, of our campus. Yes. And, uh, you know, I, I do remember when uh, Rashad Jennings uh, came back to uh, to a football game. I think it was when um, uh, Liberty ended up uh, hosting uh, Coastal on a, on a Thursday night, you know, and I know that Eric Green of the, Pittsburgh Steelers, you know, is a Liberty alum. So it's just, it's just great to see, you know, uh, uh, definitely football players uh, wearing the uh, red and white and then seeing them have uh, great careers there, there on uh, Sundays there in the NFL. 
you know, we again we try to equip our student athletes to be successful, whatever their pursuits are. But it, it's it is exciting when they have a chance to go and play uh, play professionally. And uh, we had ten players off uh, last year's team that have uh, made it to uh, sign NFL contracts. Okay. So uh, I think six of them are still in, in NFL camps at this point in time. So uh, we're excited for the opportunities they have to pursue their uh, their dreams, and uh, it, it's really gratifying when uh, when they uh, have success doing that. Right. All right. Well, hey, uh, Ian, uh, thanks again for uh, for your time. And I know that uh, I know that my wife and I were definitely uh, looking forward to uh, making that uh, drive uh, 460 West here come uh, Saturdays in the fall here with having uh, season tickets. So we're definitely uh, looking forward to the uh, home schedule. So any uh, any last minute here with the. Uh, here with the listeners here to talk about uh, just any final words here about uh, as the fall semester gets ready to start in Liberty Athletics. Yeah, we'd like to invite uh, all of uh, Flames Nation to, to come to games, and uh, uh, it's just a great way to uh, kind of gather a whole community, and, and football just does that for a campus. So uh, uh, if you're able to make it September 10th for UAB or any of the other games, we'd, we'd love to have you, and uh, I think You'll, you'll find it to be a really uh, wholesome, family-friendly uh, environment and uh, exciting brand of football. So we look forward to having some great crowds this year. Yes. And so, uh, all right. Well, hey, when I uh, hit stop, can you just uh, hold on for a couple minutes? So, Absolutely. All right. Well, hey, uh, Flames Nation, uh, just uh, appreciate uh, Ian McCaw's uh, time. And that is a wrap here for uh, – today's episode and uh, go flames.